Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It's the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. It's a podcast about wrestling. Sometimes it's about Raw. Sometimes it's about SmackDown. Sometimes it's about AEW Dynamite. But tonight, it's about NXT. Jack Farmer, Glenn Rubenstein, they're holding it down for you. Talking about the show you just watched. Or maybe you didn't watch it, maybe you just watched the podcast. But that's okay, because they got you. They're here to tell you what happened on the show that just went off the air. It's Wrestling Inc. It's NXT. The go-home show for Vengeance Day. They'll cover it all. Starting in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday night, and that means it's time for the NXT Wrestling Inc. after show. And if we got a show for you, Joe Gacy's going in the trash. We've got <laughs> the Dusty Cup finals all set, and a calendar is for sale. I can't wait to see uh, if Glenn has purchased it already. But before we get into all of that, let me introduce the crew. I'm Jack Farmer being joined by, I just said his name. I mean, we know the introduction is kind of redundant at this point. Glendolyn, how you feeling? Doing well, man. Doing well. You know, there's no better time to uh, sell a calendar than the end of January. <laughs> yes, this is, the, this is the hot time for, for calendar sales. I'm sure this is like, this is the like discount time for calendars this is where like you get all the calendars that didn't get sold initially uh yeah you you we, missed one month but we're gonna give you uh it for half off so it's really like you're getting six months free yeah it's a interesting time we'll definitely get into all of that before we get into it though just without giving away the show you and i were talking a little bit off air and i want to just mention it here is we NXT, just when you're looking at the uh, the X's and O's and how it's drawn up and put together, really week in and week out, one of the best wrestling shows. They do not waste your time. with like, Everything is done for a reason on this show. And you may not love it all. You may not, you know, you may hate some of it, but it's a well put together show every week. Yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, this this is not a wrestling program. This is a TV show that happens to feature wrestling in it. I loved how they opened tonight's show with the previously on. And it's like, I was yes. watching a recap of Melrose place or nine or two one Oh, you know, I they were just telling me literally on Twitter. I said the same thing. I said, every great TV show has a recap to start to catch you up on what's going on. And NXT does that every week. It's always great. And um, it, it, it reminds me all the stuff that happened. So I'm not like, oh, yeah, what's this? But also it's smart because it focuses us on the things we're going to be looking at on this week's episode, which is just 
very smart. It's just a very well put yeah. together show. And um, if you think those uh, Melrose Place and Beverly Hills 90210 references are timely, you have a lot in common with a 58 year old man who runs NXT who thinks that people still buy calendars. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, forget the Melrose Place, forget the the Beverly Hills. I was all about silk stockings after <laughs> all. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my god what was the show with bike cops that mario lopez was on pacific blue coming through every sunday after heat i mean glenn this is the one thing i hate we're gonna get get on a little old man yeah. rant here and everyone in the chat thanks for being here like comment share subscribe before we do our old man, man rant um Back in the day, this is one of my biggest gripes about today's wrestling landscape. It has nothing to do with whether or not super kicks finish matches or yeah. um, what kind of characters are on TV. But back in the day, the wrestling was like paired with some show that went on after it. There was always like a great show that came yeah. on after it. And I, I use the, the, the term great show recklessly here. Very but... watchable show. Yeah, there was always like a show after that was just almost as memorable as the show yeah. you were watching, as, as the wrestling show. Uh, we even got here uh, Armando saying La Femme de Kida. Yeah. That was another good one. Um, now it's saying, just uh, sandwiched so in between uh, showings of the movie The Accountant. You know, yes. <laughs> every single week. I've seen The End of The Accountant about a thousand so, times. And I, I thought The Accountant's a really good movie, but yes, it's like I've seen the end of that movie so many times. Like I've seen the end of every SVU episode going into a WWE product. It's going to be interesting when it's on Netflix and when uh, Raw's on Netflix and NXT moves to the CW. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. I, I hope they get some good shows to uh, bookend it because, like I said, I think that gets so important. I mean, no offense to Chicago Fire, but I have to get on this show. You and I, we have to talk yeah. like normal people. And on Chicago Fire, I'm watching that. And they have the most gravelly voices in all the world. Everyone in Chicago apparently talks like this whenever they're dealing with stuff. I don't know. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, Killer of Demons throwing out Dark Angel, another good one here. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Let's see but, what's uh, on the CW. So we're going to basically be watching reruns of the Big Bang Theory before NXT. Uh, if the CW we, schedule holds, we already get that with we get that with AEW too. That's there you no go. fun. Uh, I know. Sheldon has taken over the world. We just have to uh, appreciate it. Um, speaking of taking over the world, we got some news items yeah. here. And um, first and foremost, this is one that I, I feel like is a little bit of a a red herring it's it's why i don't think there's really news to it but apparently people are all freaking out because all of okada's merchandise is coming off of pro wrestling tees and so all of our internet sleuths are saying that means he's going to wwe glenn is this a story about nothing uh it goes off in 12 hours which is the 31st which is the end of january when his new japan contract is up and this is his new japan co-owned co-branded co-designed merchandise so this is actually very common and uh he's leaving new japan we know that this doesn't necessarily foretell that okada merchandise is coming to wwe shop where i believe as a vengeance day you'll be able to find that chase you calendar i don't see it there now yeah um so i think that's uh much ado about nothing i don't think there's anything there um but something that i think might be interesting Dave Meltzer has said that he believes that two members of the House of Black, uh, Buddy 
uh, Matthews and uh, Malachi Black are likely headed out and going back to the WWE mm. once their contracts are up. Um, this is one, I feel like this is that like speculation. Great. I mean, I mean, this is the kind of news you can say is news, but then if it doesn't happen, you can be like, things changed. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you, what do you think about this? Do you think that this is a, a real story? These two might be leaving. Do you think that's a good idea? What are your thoughts on, on this whole situation? I mean, what are they going to do, right? I mean, it's maybe they stay with AEW, maybe they go back to WWE, but it seems like if those are their options, you know, what else is there? New Japan? I mean, they're not going to go take an offer at TNA. Instead, if they're used to AEW money and WWE money has got to be comparable. So I don't know. I think uh, it's just fun to speculate about these things when contracts are up, but it's like based on TV lately, do you think Drew McIntyre is going to AEW? If he doesn't resign with WWE, no, not after yeah. Monday. Not after, Monday. Um, and it's it's also always one of those things where, like, like you said, there's the two big companies in the WWE. So I think every single wrestler in America right now with a contract coming up is saying, "Well, I'll possibly be at either one of those places." Yeah. Like, it, I don't think that's news. I think everyone says that. Uh, who's going to pay me the most? It's yeah, probably good for their negotiating power with AEW for them to think they're going to WWE and vice versa. Right. So yeah. it, you should be doing that. That's how negotiations work. It, if I wasn't so scared of our overlords at Static Media Tower, I'd probably try those games too. But uh, as it is, I just say, yeah, I'll work a hundred of these shows in a row, whatever you say, boss. Jack's like, I'm pretty much unhirable at this point, so you don't have to worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> um, well, speaking of people who aren't going anywhere, I want to give a shout out to everyone who joins us week in and week out in the chat. You guys are yeah, always you're the such MVP. a fun part of the show, and you really hold things down. That's whether you're Sonny Sitar, Killer of Demons, Cool Gamer, Ricky Zaldivar, Tommy O, Alicia A, Max Feldman, uh, Luis Rivera, Beer Money, Baby Ice, Spencer Webb, Nelly Belly, uh, D Walker, and of course, stalking you with that puppy emoji that i don't know if there's an inside joke to but i always like to shout it out because i like dogs uh mike martin see us sneaking in the chat there as Armando, well good to see you again. Give you guys shout outs but also glenn i always like to give a shout out to those who are maybe not not in the chat they, they just like to watch the show but they're maybe a little introverted don't want to say anything the lurkers as i call them uh shout out to all our lurkers thank you guys so much for being here as well uh like comment share subscribe uh as always um glenn yeah we had a we had a good episode we had a good we had a good event for NXT today, uh, Dusty Cup Finals, semifinals, kick things off the LWO <laughs> taking on Trick Mellow Gang. And uh, whoop, that trick comes in strong already. Banger of a matchup. Felt like this could have been the finale. Carmelo and Trick get the win. We got a post-match Obafemi attack on the LWO. Dragon Lee makes, tries to make the save, but Obafemi just goes incredible Hulk on both of them. Yeah. Um, and of course, later Trick Mellow Gang have a heartfelt uh, conversation to get on the same page backstage later in the show. Lots of stuff here. I want your thoughts on this opening part of the show, but also um, 
I guess just give me your overall thoughts and we'll go from there. I have some follow-up questions, but just uh, I'll let you take it away. Well, I mean, I feel bad because I bet all my money on LWO. I thought they were locked to win this. Did you really? No, I didn't. Of course I didn't. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like It was a great match, except for the fact that we all knew the outcome a thousand percent. I would have bet everything I had that Trick and Mel were winning this because the interesting story is Trick wrestling twice at Vengeance Day once in the Dusty Finals and once for the NXT Championship. So I thought LWO had a good showing here. They did what they needed to do. Uh, they put on a serviceable match, but you always knew this was going to win with Trick and Carmelo moving to the finals to face uh, Is, the Wolf Dogs. Will the LWO in the near future anyways... Uh, ever get that threat feeling like they could be a champion team or is this kind of as far as the lwo goes sort of run its course it's really weird right because now legato is like beating the lwo santos is being seen as this threat so it's like we're kind of left uh you know we're kind of left with uh jc joey chris and lance there while justin's moved on to his solo career and he's hanging out with Jimmy Fallon now. Not only a solo qu- career, but he also got some cool new friends also. So it's like yeah. when Justin Timberlake started doing stuff with like Jay-Z and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, he's hanging out with Timbaland a- and uh, Pharrell, <laughs> you know? Um, so I want to talk real quick about... Um, first off, I got to say this. Because people have been implying this forever, whether you're on the show NXT or on Twitter or whatever they've been acting like Carmelo Hayes has done something wrong. Like Carmelo Hayes is, has been a bad guy here. I keep saying never at any point has Carmelo Hayes really ever done anything wrong. Why do we doubt this guy? He's been so good to us, Glenn. Because that's the story we want, right? Do you want coming out of vengeance day this Sunday on Peacock? Do you want it to be that trick and mellow go on to win those tag team championships and ride off into the sunset together? Mm -hmm. Or do you want that they lose that match? Maybe Trick wins against Dragunov. Carmelo's jealousy finally shows itself. They've, they keep walking it back. Every time they've had something that made it seem like, oh, maybe there's a rift there. They keep walking it back. But I think people want that one-on-one feud. You know, there's nothing I like more in pro wrestling, Glenn, than friendship. And so I hope that this friendship does not come to an end. Now, this is a, um, you know, Alicia A, by the way, saying, Jack, I'm still holding on to hope that Mello didn't beat up Trick. He didn't. He's he's good. Uh, Baby Eye says, I love heels, and even I can see Mello's low-key shenanigans. No, he's, he's a good guy. Also, real quick, I want to give a shout-out to the car man, Live Toos from Hammond, Indiana. Yeah, Thanks what's for up? tuning in. Um, this, so this is a little cross-promotional question here, Glenn, because um, this might get us some some heat, as they Uh-oh. call it, uh, on the inside. We turn up the um, air conditioning. A, a very little bit ago, AEW had a situation where their top champion was uh, in, their, in their main event, had a tag team title match earlier in the night. Same show. Now we're in a situation, Trick, not a title match, is in a tag team number one contendership situation on the same show that he's fighting for the title. It's essentially the same situation. Should NXT be getting the same kind of flack that AEW got, or is this different? 
a trick. Search Mello's locker for a devil mask. What if there was one? Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, the devil did have a shirt that said, I am him. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, this feels different in some ways, but I, I Carmelo's not going to no show. It's not going to be a two on one, although that would be interesting, but no, I think uh killer demons nailed it. Trick versus mellow stand and deliver like, and yes, and bring pretty deadly back to host that pretty deadly. should just host everything. Like they everything should. they do. Absolutely. Could you imagine them hosting? Like, yeah, they, I mean like uh Halloween havoc. They'd be great. They'd be hilarious. Lammies. You know, elimination chamber, whatever, even serious stuff like hell in a cell. Have them, serious stuff. have them host it. It'd be fantastic. Come on, do the in memoriam and the 10 bell salute. I mean, just everything. Just every, they host everything. everything. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. No, I think um, trick and mellow. This is long term storytelling. This is what NXT excels at. And I think that Vengeance Day is going to be a hell of a PLE. But I think that. um if this if this doesn't kick off Sunday, I mean it's kicking off soon because this is the the Mania weekend stand and deliver story. Is Trick versus Mellow for that title? Um, Killer Demon saying Trick versus Mellow at stand and yeah. deliver seems to be on the same page. Nelly Belly says, uh, but it makes sense with how the storyline is going. A little um, slow roll on it because I would have th- I feel like we've been waiting for this for a bit. NXT. Something weird is up now that I think about it. Even the way that what they did with Dragonoff getting injured and delaying the match with Trick, the Chase U thing, how long has the Chase U thing been going on? And JC Jane's idea we've known about for like over a month now. I have a feeling that because of the rumble and them not being sure about call-ups and some other stuff, I feel like they kind of had to slow the roll a little bit. But I think but st- I think uh Vengeance State of Stand and Deliver is going to be that home stretch for a lot of these storylines to come to their conclusion. Yeah, I, I have a feeling it's going to be standard deliver is going to really go up against WrestleMania, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, obviously, star power for WrestleMania is going to be undeniable, but you know, like it's going to be a really good show. Um, now, after the match, and this is something I want to just get your quick thoughts on before moving on. Oba yeah. Femi comes out, and I feel like he's built as just the perfect monster for NXT right now. I love the idea of what Oba Femi did here. I love the idea that he beat up three guys. I love that he looked dominant. I love the moment where they all kind of were beating down on him and he, you know, stood up and sent them flying. I, I get it. I, I, I get why it happened and I like the overall result. But in my mind, I'm thinking it doesn't make any sense that he just attacked the LWO out of nowhere. And that's bothering me, Glenn. I feel like with both Oba and Dragon Lee, they like they have the least clear storyline. Of any of anything in NXT right now, I feel like everything mm-hmm. else is so much more developed and clear. I feel like this is just kind of like, oh, we should probably do a match with these guys. And yeah. Ra- Dragon Lee, though, I feel like kind of the same thing, right? He's on the main roster, kinda, but he's also in NXT. Like, I think um, I don't think they have the right vehicle for him right now, and I think maybe some of the returns and some of the mania build maybe derail Dragon Lee on the main roster a little bit. So this is his consolation prize, this NXT rerun that he's getting. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's going to be great, great stuff overall. Sure. It's kind of like, I, he, Oba Femi doesn't have a problem with the LWO and the way he's carried himself is that he's more, he's not just, I'm going to run out and attack people. He's more of a, 
you've got to prove yourself to me before I, you know, I don't know. So it just felt very out of place. Yeah. I get, I guess I get it, but just, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I wish there was a reasoning for it a little bit more. Uh, I have one last question on Obafemi here, and I, I wrote it down because I forgot that Issa is not going to be joining us. So I need you to channel your inner Issa oh, for this uh -oh. question. You like big, meaty men. Is Obafemi in the stable? But <laughs> Glenn, but um, yeah, I think uh, I think Oba counts. Obafemi's in the stable. So this counts, by the way. That goes on Issa's official record going forward. Just yeah. FYI. Uh, stable, though, that's kind of like horses, which where do you find horses? At a ranch. At a ranch. Um, so uh, but before we before we get into the ranch stuff, I've got it. We we got some uh some stuff going down with Tatum Paxley and Lyra Valkyria. Oh my god, uh, this is so good. This has sneakily just skyrocketed into one of my favorite things in wrestling right now. Tatum Paxley just trying to be a good friend, the most misunderstood person in all of pro wrestling right now. Uh, she has a match with Roxanne Perez. Roxanne gets the win. She tries to attack Perez afterwards, but uh, Perez beats her up, so Valkyria pulls her off. Glenn, why? I guess I'm gonna go to the top. Why is Tatum Paxley so misunderstood? She's like the best friend you could ask for. So here's the realization I just had. HBK in the early to mid 90s, all that time when he was on the road, people think DX was partying. He was in hotels watching 90210 and Melrose Place and ordering single white female. Uh, probably thought it was a different type of movie, uh, ordering that <laughs> on pay-per-view or watching it on HBO. And this this is where all the storylines make sense. Where Tatum yeah. is single white femaleing uh, Lyra Valkyria, uh, she wore the same gear. I'm just waiting for her to get the same haircut. But yeah, she wants to be the best friend that uh, Lyra's ever had, and this is wonderful. That whole thing, she's very good at playing dense to when uh, Lyra is trying to clearly just be like, "I don't want this. I don't want this." And she's like, "Oh, I understand," you know. But even that thing with the feather backstage, like, this is great. This is TV. And yeah. that's what wrestling is missing so much of these days. Uh, Alicia A is saying she's a stalker. I mean, no, I mean, look, how are we going to judge Glenn? Everyone's like, hey, you can't trust Carmelo. He's devious. He's shady. Now you have Tatum, who's just nothing but love for her friend, nothing but trying to give and help. And now we're like, well, that's not right either. People got to make up their mind, Glenn. Yeah. Oh, I wonder <laughs> if we're going to get a wrinkle where Tatum is going to claim they were like separated at birth or something. She was adopted overseas and an ocean has kept them apart. But, you know, this is, you know, I always say the best villain, uh, not villains, but like the best characters, are the ones that maybe don't do good all the time or don't do the obvious thing all the time, but it still makes sense to them. You know what I mean? And Tatum Paxley is exactly that. She is doing everything that you would think that she would like, you know, you know, what, I guess, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, like, I, I don't like it. Like the worst was and no offense to edge but the worst was when he was a, a good guy mm. for a long time and then just out of nowhere for some reason was like the fans turned on me and we're like yeah. what are you talking about we were cheering our minds out for you a little bit ago like that doesn't make any sense and then that whole thing didn't work sorry Everything i'm just thinking remember it makes sense sorry remember that promo becky tried to cut turning heel of saying were you really cheering for me though and the crowd's like yeah we were yeah, but, but what are you talking about? One of the about? worst main roster promos ever. But uh, Tatum Paxley, though, uh, is doing phenomenal work. And 
do you do you think she costs Lyra the title at Vengeance Day somehow? No. Okay. You think she, I, you th- so? You think Lyra retains? I think that I think Lyra retains, and I think that, um, or I don't think it's Tatum that that causes it because hmm. if Tatum does something that causes it. And similar to what you were saying, the stories are slowing down. Yeah. If Tatum ruins this for Lyra, then Lyra is just going to have a fight with her. Yeah. If Tatum helps her, well, now Lyra is in a situation where you you did help her win. Yeah, it needs to be a smarter version. Like with R-Truth and Judgment Day last week in the main event, that pushed the boundaries of believability of how clueless our truth could be to what was going on when he cost priest that match right you know i think this is a little i think tatum is smarter than that and i think the writing on this is a little less broadly comedic um we got a a few comments on this uh louis saying great storyline uh spencer says tatum wants to be lyra's solo sokoa and then a few comments uh, like this one from nelly belly saying trish stratus and mickey james rehashed uh, I don't care if stories are rehashed as long as they're done in an entertaining way. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's really only five stories. Yeah, I mean, you can actually go deep into this. And yeah, there's there really literally is like five stories in life. Well, maybe uh, not that few, but so like somebody said, there's like legitimately only 17 sitcom plots in existence. So like there's that- a. There, it may not be five, but there is like a breakdown of like how stories are written and how really it's like there's not really that many uh it all kind of everything kind of fits into certain things well if you think uh, about it yeah it's like when you have two people they're enemies they're indifferent to each other they're an odd couple they're really good friends one person wants to be the other person's friend and the other person doesn't it's like there's only so many things you can do um i i got a couple quick fi- quick fire Please. questions for you here uh scale of one to ten uh, where do you rate Lyra's run as champion? One being the worst that they've ever had in NXT, 10 being the greatest they've ever had in NXT. Where do you put it so far if it ended today? I think or if it pro- ended at uh, Vengeance Day. I think the problem is since Mandy Rose left, I don't think we've gotten above like for, for quality of championship reign in terms of being memorable. I th- don't think we've gotten above like a. Uh, B minus, and that includes Tiffany Stratton, unfortunately, not because of her in ring ability, but her promos in front of the audience. Like once she won, it was just kind of boring. She's actually been a much more interesting character, not having the title. You know, I think Becky was good, but even with Becky, like it was, I'd say Becky's probably the only one above a B minus, but that's because it was Becky Lynch and it was cool. She was in NXT for a minute, but I think that, um, they need a long-term women's champion. I don't want another Oscar or Shayna length run or even mm-hmm. a Mandy Rose length run, but I think that um we have to get we have to find the talent that's gonna elevate that title. Not only be able to wrestle, I'm not saying anything about their wrestling ability, by the way. This entirely comes down to promos and their ability to command an audience. And let me talk about command of an audience for a second. Look at the way an audience responds to trick. Look at tonight. During that Chase U promo, not a what chant. Everyone was super cool for whatever reason. And Issa and I have talked about this. I think the next definitive NXT Women's Champion, it's all going to come down to their ability to get the crowd on their side with a mic in their hand in the NXT ring. And for whatever reason, that 
it hasn't really it connected for Roxanne for like a week, but I don't mm-hmm. think anyone has held that role convincingly yet, aside from Becky Lynch. Well, it's it's really they were put in a tough spot with yeah. they put everything behind Mandy Rose. And the fact that she was gone right after losing the title, it makes it tough to sort of start from ground zero again. And I think that's kind of where they were were at at that point. And Roxanne uh, had really a lot of goodwill that first week or two, but then it just kind of, it didn't uh, feel, she, unfortunately she just wasn't at Mandy's level in terms of star power gravitas. Again, there's nothing to do with wrestling ability, just the ability to command that crowd with a mic in her hand. Is Roxanne Perez, she was in the Royal Rumble. Uh, I think she accounted very well for herself. Do you think that her time in NXT is now officially limited now that she's been seen by main roster eyeballs? There's, it's so stacked on the main roster for women right now. And we have Tiffany Stratton that, I mean, I don't need somebody to tell me she was called up. Like, yeah. she's on the main yeah. roster. Yeah. Um, Naomi's back. But you know where the real opportunity is in the women's division? Uh, between now up until money in the bank, like post mania, the real opportunities in the tag division. Cause I think that with Asuka and Kari having those titles, now you can build the division around them. And so I think that, um, unless you're Jade, Bianca, Rhea, Becky, Bailey, or EO, I think you best get a tag team going. If you want matches on the regular on main roster TV. Uh, Luis saying Roxanne deserves a second run here. This is the last question for this part, uh, and I'm gonna give you the honor code. I hope you can't look. No, no. You're, you're gonna have to pull. You're gonna have to pull this up from memory. Spell Lyra Valkyria. L Y R A V A L K Y R I A. You got it. I get it wrong every time I try to write it. <laughs> so- uh, that that Y, I never know where the Y goes. I put it in a different spot. Every I time. still can't figure out if it's Lyra or Lyra, so I just keep alternating every time I say it. <laughs> that's I think how, it's, you know. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, we get Lola Vice versus Alexa Lopez. It, it was a pretty. It was on the faster side. Uh, kind of abbreviated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lola gets a knockout blow to get the win or a pin, but she she gets the the kick in. Um, speaking of of. Moving to the main roster, Lopez seems like she's got one foot out the door and headed to yeah. SmackDown to join Legato. Uh, do you think she's ready? Do you think she'll stand out on that main roster that, as we said, is pretty pretty stacked? Yeah, because I think that with Legato and LWO, I think with Zelina, this gives Zelina something to do. And kind of the same thing, right? Like Zelina just got herself a slot. You know? Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to form a tag team now. She could be a singles match once a month and then they're going to do uh faction wars you know um but i could see if it's not announced for the card already i could see them blowing off electro and lola this weekend somewhere on the card of vengeance day just yeah, have to be definitively done what do you think the odds are that lola vice wins her cash in i think they need to book a bit more of a run-up to it but honestly right now look the women's division in NXT is stacked with talent, but I don't think there is a clear women's champion right yeah. now. Like, I mean, I say that because Nikita Lyons hasn't been on TV and I hope she's well and recovering. Uh, Sol Ruka, you know, um, I think 
when she comes back also could contend Blair. I think Blair's good as a heavy, but I think they booked her inconsistently. I think, um, Lash, man, if they booked Lash legend credibly, I would love to see Lash as women's champion. I predicted on another show back in November that 2024, the women's breakout star in NXT was going to be Lash legend. I think yeah. this, she's going to, she's going to have a massive year. I think this is, I think she's by the end of this year, we're going to be talking about her as the champion or at least potentially being the champion, or she's going to be in that spot. I think she's got everything you're looking for. Um, you know what too, man, she will solve the mic problem because she'll have the metaphor with her. Mm -hmm. Like lash yeah. lash is a really interesting choice. I like that. I think lash as champion is a really interesting choice. Cause yeah, she's also, I mean, she can talk too. She's got her own personality. She's got a strong yeah. personality. So she doesn't just kind of blend in. Cause you're right. I think with NXT, there's so many big characters that if everyone's a big character, no one's a big character. I think might yeah. be the situation if that, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I just think Lash Legend is going to have a really big year. Uh, now, can Lola cash it in like money in the bank? Could she do a run in? In your busy day to day life, the last thing you should need to worry about is home security. That's why I use the Eufy Video Lock. The Eufy Video Lock is a three in one smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell. That's three functions to triple your security in one device that's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. And it's not just for security, it's also convenient. With keyless entry, fingerprints unlock the door in less than a second. You can also assign passwords to your family members and see them coming and going with the integrated camera. See who's at your door anytime with the enhanced night vision, 2K clear sight, and two-way audio. Unlike other brands, the Eufy Video Lock has no monthly fee. It also has an 18-month warranty and customer support on standby 24-7. I love this lock when I'm far from home or receiving a package and I'm laying on the couch and don't feel like getting up. For more information, search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can get complete control of your door. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to $200 in fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Sunday? I, I feel like that was never the case before, but she almost did that recently. Yeah. So I, I, I think maybe, maybe Sunday. I don't that. hate that idea. I was thinking theoretically what might be good for Roxanne's story as well is if she did win and then Lola cashed in and took the title from her. And so that's good for a story. Like, well, because, because it's one of those things she can never be like the championship is always taken away from her before she gets to really do what she wants. So heartbreaking. It's going to be like Charlie Brown in the football. Exactly. That's what's great. And then the real win, it's like, yeah, she finally did it. Um, but I'm not a good I'm not good at booking Glenn, so don't uh, don't. don't I, just, I don't know how they book rocks on the main roster, you know. And the like, honestly, in the challenges, I think because she is young and smaller in stature, the fact that every other post with her on social media is her as a kid, which by the way was like ten years ago or less, like posing mm-hmm. with current talent. I worry how they're going to book her on the rock. They're going to book her like she's uh, Izzy, like Bailey Superfan Izzy on the main roster i worry about that it does always it is always funny to me when someone's like i've been working so long for this and they're like 21 years old i'm like you haven't been around that long what are you talking yeah. about i think roxanne perez is great but i think um like i use the term gravitas a lot and i think that you have to have that air uh about you that makes just feels like you know She's gonna, I think I think she's gonna feel which is funny too, because when Bailey got called up to the main roster and was in NXT, like Bailey was a little older in her like mid to late 20s and whatnot, but they still remember originally they played Bailey like super fan. I'm worried that's how Rox is gonna get played on the main roster. Yeah. It's hard to be the uh the plucky underdog for very long on the main roster. Yeah. Like you can do it for like a little bit, but once you've won for a few months you're no longer the plucky underdog and if you're losing then we just don't care uh, yeah but a, i like your idea to build sympathy to in nxt though i think actually strangely that will make her like and th- speaking of bailey think about bailey at takeover brooklyn think about that mm-hmm. story they told where it was like always adjacent to the champ like every friend of hers got you know and then she was due yeah and the crowd was so behind her i think with roxanne that might work your point of having her if they feel like she's overlooked um you know circumstances edge her out of things all the time i think that's interesting one to make her seem more seasoned and then two to get crowd sympathy that's a really interesting idea if she's sticking around in nxt for a while the old Cody Rhodes make it take forever before it and then have Seth try and convince you you really don't want that title you want this title talk about a legacy this title is a year old Cody hey look I don't think he's gonna do it but Seth Rollins made a hell of a sales pitch I thought he did a great job but I agree he ain't Cody's not going for that title I'm sorry but someone who's going for a ride into a dumpster is Joe Gacy uh Gacy's bugging Dijak in his office and says you're not getting rid of me so Dijak throws him into a dumpster uh Glenn this is something that NXT also does well we keep talking about these long storylines and things I feel like this is one they kind of just threw at us pretty quickly and I'm excited for it I'm I think this is going to be fun pro wrestling I think they're going to beat each other up I think it's two crazy characters and 
you know, I you know, it's obviously not trick versus uh no, this, off, this but a great this mid-card be great. match though, or an opening match. Uh and uh yeah, no DQ. So I think it's gonna be good. Um I was watching signs of Joe and Ava because I'm like, I still think I still think Ava's gonna reveal herself as the mastermind. And this was the whole takeover of NXT with her as GM. You know, uh, but, but at this point, she has taken over. What is no, she but schism, to... schism has taken over, and Ava's in what control. It, but but Ava can just leave them high I and know. dry now. She's already got her spot. I know, I know. Uh, uh, but no, this was fun, and I loved with Ava uh, the segment with Lexus King, Lexus bringing the gift basket, and then getting uh, put in this match with Ridge Holland. Yeah, it's um, Lexus King, by the way, quickly becoming an MVP of NXT, in my opinion. Um, of course, Rich Holland, he wants to fight all three members of Gallus. Uh, Ava won't let him. So when Lexus is giving her a gift basket of stuff of his stuff, uh, she makes the match. Uh, of course, Lexus King and Rich Holland have their match. Uh, Gallus gets involved. So um, Lexus King gets the win. And then, of course, they take out Rich Holland's knee afterwards. Um, there's a few things going on here, but I want to talk about Alexis King first. As I said, I feel like he's becoming an MVP for them. And dare I say his own character, it's his own version, but he's kind of becoming a Baron Corbin for NXT where he's just that guy that is hated by everybody. And you can kind of just put him in the room with anybody else. And you're like, I hate that guy. So I want the other guy to beat him up. It's all, you know, in a way, and uh, I, I love Baron and the work he's doing, but in a way, Lexus has stumbled onto his bum-ass Corbin gimmick right out of the gate because Lexus is the best at being the worst person yes. that no one yes. wants to be around. And with Baron, Baron started with the lone wolf thing. It didn't really get over. The constable thing, it didn't really get over. Dressing like he tended to borrow at the Olive Garden, it didn't get over. And then bum-ass Corbett happened. Everyone was like, oh, my God, this is great. He has a personality now. And I think since then, people still uh, have a lot of love for him. Um, so I think with Lexus, Lexus has stumbled into being like the ultimate D-bag bro in NXT. And it is working so well. I mean, he is truly one of my favorites right now as far as he finds a new way to just be like you said, the worst every time. And you're like, this guy is just, he's, he's, you know, and a lot, a lot of people made fun of his beard at first and stuff. And now you're like, yeah, you're supposed to hate it. He's a horrible person, which is funny because remember his vignettes and everyone was like, this is going to be so cool. He like, Oh my God, his entrance. It's so cool. And now it's like, yeah. he's so not cool, but that's what makes him cool. Uh, one of the underlying stories here is also that obviously Rich Holland can't face all of Gallus. He needs a partner. Uh, they keep alluding to who's going to be his partner, who's going to help him. Glenn, I ask you, who is going to help Rich Holland against Gallus? Well, I guess it's not going to be Lexus King, or maybe it no. will be. Who knows? Why would Lexus King ain't helping? I don't That's know. what I love about Lexus King. I can tell you there's nothing that will get him to help. I don't know. Is one of the brawling brutes free? Like, is Pete Dunn going to show up? You know, even when they were beating up Ridge, I was thinking, what if, yeah, Lexus should help them and beat him up. This would be great. But even, even Lexus King's like, no, I don't help anybody. Yeah. Even when they're helping me out, I don't help anyone. 
I'm yeah. the worst. Goodfellow of 1422 is saying Seamus. Seamus would be a nice surprise. Seamus just coming back would be great. Um, I don't really know what the deal is. Like, Wait, oh, would it, wouldn't it be amazing, though, uh, if Seamus came back and he was tan? Like, super well tanned. He's been, like, bronzing too. and, like, super well tanned. Like, you're like, wow, like, this is, like, like a good, even, like, tan. <laughs> We're just like, wow, he looks, you look really great. <laughs> if he comes back, like, he's been uh, in the Caribbean, so he comes back with, like, a tan and, like, and like braids, <laughs> like no. What would be great? He's so he, so he comes out. He's got his shirt on. You know his his new yeah. merch on and everything. And he's super tan. Looks great. And then he takes his shirt off to fight. And he's got the ultimate farmer's tan. It's like still super pale, <laughs> but just, you don't notice it until he takes his shirt off. Yes, that would be awesome. Um, uh, Nelly Belly likes uh likes uh the sh- sh- I like my Seamus pale white and sickly looking um uh, so we we talk about chase you uh and oh my god the segment we tonight. Didn't like like so this is where like we throw around the phrase i'm gonna give it time in pro wrestling all the time and i think no brand has earned that more than nxt because when chase you came out originally we were like what is this this is stupid this new nxt is horrible but they're showing these vi- this video, and I'm like so sad that Chase is like, about to end. I'm getting misty eyed watching this, and my wife's like, "Are you crying?" And I'm like, "Shut up! <laughs> I've been along for the ride the entire time. This is very sad. Remember how great it was when this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and like I was emotional." It was so good. And it's, and so, like, I, again, I look at the Lexus King where at first it was like, what is this guy doing? But now he's great. Like, NXT is so good about having these things where you're like, I'm not sure I like this. But then eventually you find yourself going, I love this group. I love this character. Um, and of course, we thought they were going to go out of business, but JC Jane arrives. She created the Chase U calendar. Uh, that is going to save the day um in the year 2024 when everybody buys calendars yes we all have our calendars it only um, would have been more outdated if she tried to mint it as an nft um <laughs> probably make more money that way or um, chase coin on the blockchain we so one are you getting your uh chase you calendar um but two this is the most important question they talk about how much money they're going to make from this. Will this cover the cost of tuition or do the students that saved the school still have to pay for classes, Glenn? I mean, maybe uh, it does seem a little unfair, but, uh, and they should have brought Bodie back tonight for the chase. You goodbye. I miss Bodie. In yeah. Um, but no, I think that uh, this was really good. TBD on the quality of the calendar. I did buy a Rusev day calendar like <laughs> five years ago. I have it somewhere. I never actually used it. You know, on the Rusev Day calendar, every day is marked Rusev Day. <laughs> I love it. Um, and, and you know what's funny about the Rusev Day calendar? Post the year 2000, that's the only calendar I have bought is the Rusev Day calendar. <laughs> well, if you hold it onto it long enough, eventually it'll recycle. It'll cycle it back through. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know that I'm going to buy the Chase U calendar, but I think this makes sense for JC's character given her past in Toxic Attraction. I think. Um, she was good tonight. And again, the, listen to the crowd. The crowd was so respectful during this mm-hmm. segment. 
And we've talked about the challenges NXT has sometimes with the crowd. Like sometimes they're uninterested. Sometimes they're a little bit rowdy. Um, it was amazing tonight to see the crowd reaction to this. So I don't know what's next uh, for Chase U, but I think that this is probably the most over, fa- even more over the metaphor. Like this is the most over faction in NXT. This was, this was true. Like really all, all things aside, like a really, and you rarely get this in pro wrestling, just like a really sweet story about great recap video, lovable losers. And JC Jane, who was the outcast, very bad news bears. The, the, you know, the bad kid that joined the team and ends up helping save the team. Um, and talking about, being accepted even though she was you know a bad person before it was actually a very like sweet moment i was kind of worried something was going to happen to ruin it but they just let it sit and i think that that was so smart of them that this wow this is just a really nice moment in progress you don't actually get those very often thought it was great um my my favorite part of it though was uh, at the end when booker t angrily was like how much does it cost? <laughs> he was very upset that he didn't say the price. Like, geez, okay. Don't You'll make it weird, more. Booker. Don't make it weird. Um, afterwards, of course, there was a quick moment where Lexus King wanted a signed calendar, uh, but they blew him off. And uh, Thea Hale said she likes um, Riley. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, Glenn, there's going to be a weird love square here where people get their feelings hurt emotionally and it's going to be a great story i got a feeling jc jane thea hale riley uh born and um uh lexus king there's gonna be some uh broken hearts between well, i'd say four. we'd have a mixed tag match but what woman wants to side with lexus king and which one doesn't want to side with riley he's dreaming um <laughs> But, I, I mean, Riley yeah. versus okay. So wait, so is Riley versus Lexus happening at Vengeance Day? Because we can't just have Chase U releasing this calendar and no Chase U match. No, I don't think they're fighting. I think they'll do a segment where they're releasing okay. the can like, and they'll be selling it at a table, you know, and people be lined up to buy it because that's how you buy calendars these days. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's what I think will happen there. Um, we got a quick video package. The family says they're going to take care of business and loved this promo. Tell me about Rizzo, but also tell me a bit about OTM and Jada Parker, who kind of taken over the leadership role. I want to see Rizzo versus Parker in a one-on-one match. I think they're going to get into it outside the ring during this tag champion match. But that shot at the end, when you had the D'Angelo family walking in slow motion, it was on screen for a second. That was so money. OTM kind of flipped it tonight because in the past they've done more um, promos that were about like their street cred and tonight just them sitting around and talking. I actually think this was a really good chance to like know more about OTM and see them as individuals beyond the gimmick. Like I really mm-hmm. like this tonight. I'm looking forward to this match. I'm worried the D'Angelo's are going to lose. Um, but I'll tell you though, I, I just need to state this again. When the wolf dogs win, Given that um, Braun's talking about his unfinished business Judgment Day, I hope they don't challenge the D'Angelo's. I hope they get a main roster tag match against Judgment Day. Uh, real quick, I got to throw this out here. Beer Money says, is JC secretly taking over Chase U to rename it to Jace U? Uh, 
Um, I love that was the meme like a month ago, but I made a logo, um, Jack. I, I told oh, did you really? I hadn't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I made a JCU logo. Uh, I mean, I just replaced Chase with Jace. It was pretty simple. Uh, but you know, maybe, but I don't know. I'm curious where they go from here. Um, like I said, I think we're gonna go more love love square uh with those people. Love square. Uh, but uh I love Rizzo. Rizzo's mm-hmm. so likable. I the only thing I didn't I guess I didn't enjoy about this is they were trying to build her up as this tough, mean person who beats people up. But I was like, this she's so lovable. She's not a touch. Is she's, there video out there? Is that her at is that her actual voice? Because now I'm really curious. Like she just she, she seems cool. Like I like her. I don't like cool, I, I don't, but I'm just curious. Is that her actual voice speaking voice? Or is no she idea. really dialing it up to 35 for the character? Let me ask you this, Glenn. Would you like it better if that was like, oh, she's authentically, that's her voice? Or would you like it better if she's such a good performer, she's able to change her voice and do that accent? I I, I think she's such a good performer that she's like Daniel Day-Lewis and she's working with a dialect coach. Uh, if that's her real voice, that's how she got the job. Like somebody listened to the way she talks and her mannerisms. It was like, you need to be in the D'Angelo family. Uh, Beer Money says, or does JC take Thea's man? She's definitely, see, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think she's going to get Riley and not Thea. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I love Rizzo. I think she's, she's great for TV and OTM. Um, I agree. I like this, this package here. Again, I keep feeling like if you're a Reggie though, if you're scripts, Watch out, because now that Jada oh, Parker's yeah. running things, I'm wondering, Scripps, what, what's your role in this group? Yeah. It's, um, we got uh, Ariana Grace trying to help guide the young Sinclair, but then the thick, musky air of a rancher wafted in and stopped <laughs> her dead in her tracks. Uh, Brooks also tried to talk to Fallon, but... She didn't care because she doesn't care about you if you're not a rancher and she's too busy trying to get Ren Sinclair trapped in a life of ranching. Uh, we get the fight between Ariana Grace and Fallon Henley. Uh, some tough fighting uh, from Henley. We got some great character work from Ariana Grace. Metaphor comes out to attack Henley and they help Grace get the win. Uh, these are two people who... Fallon Henley is doing is like is definitely building up who she is and her wins and her fighting spirit as we would say but ariana grace we talk about character work oh my god i mean well this is main roster level talent of character work speaking of character work i just muted myself because i was searching rizzo's uh real shoot name and history as a track and field athlete and found a video and her real voice is a higher, a few octaves, like two octaves higher register. She's definitely lowering a little bit to fit in with the D'Angelo family. I mean, I don't, that's what I try to do whenever I'm around tough guys. I'm like, hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm Jack Farmer. Oh, uh, I do that too. On the phone sometimes I get, uh, <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, uh, can I help you? And I'm just like, darn it, again? <laughs> thought this stopped when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but I have pets. And so whenever I talk to them, I'm oh like, my God, well, how's it going little buddy? And then I get on this like, so we're going to talk about the show. I mean, <clears throat> so yeah. We're going to talk about some pro wrestling, everybody. Uh, <laughs> if people heard the way I talk to my cats, 
I would be so embarrassed if I'm someone so caught me like on camera the way I talk to my cat. The, the uh, songs I sing about my cats to my cats, the things I say. Yeah. Yeah. That would be kill all my credibility. What little credibility I have. Yeah. I definitely, like I said, I'd be game over for me. Yeah. Um, but no, Ariana Grace, amazing character work. She is indeed Miss NXT. Absolute superstar. I think Fallon is uh good. I mean, for a rancher, uh, but careful. Ariana is um yes, Ariana. This is the problem is if they call her the main roster, they're not gonna call her Miss WWE. Maybe Miss SmackDown or Miss Raw, but it doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't work. I, I this is the problem. Ariana Grace is doing amazing work for a character that I don't think works on the main roster. Huh. I mean, you're right, because they do sort of water down the characters once they get up to the main roster. Um, and, and I don't say that in a negative. I'm not trying to say that in like a, I don't know how to use them. But like, I think because it's a broader audience, you have to sort of broaden some of these people when they get up there. And so, because I don't know if there's that many characters like that, like Ariana Grace. But hey, maybe that's what makes her stand out. On Stren, I think is going to be the same character on the main roster probably yeah. even with a little more uh, of an edge and abrasive. But I think the way you could do it on the main roster is you could say, Ooh, actually, actually here's an interest. I would say they can't do this now given real life circumstances, but if you wait like a year, Uh-oh. you bring her to the main roster. No, 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 hear me out. It's not like that, but you bring her to the main roster and you say that she's a pageant winner in all 50 States you know, contender right. for every title. And we've brought her in to class up WWE. And it's, it's sort of a little like Lacey Evans 1.0 sort of thing. Yeah, we have yeah. the idea that she's there to like, um, she's there to, to, you know, not, you can't do the, again, the Lacey Evans thing, but the idea to like, to be a true representative champion, to up the image, like you can do it, but again, you can't do this right now. You probably can't do it for a year. But that's the only way the character translates. I think I think she'll find it. She's so like this. She's so good though. This she never breaks that character at any point. And everything she does, like I love the little bit where she covered her face and then yeah. she like peeked over and then got punched. It's great. It's just it and the way she gets the the cheap win, but still like thank yes. you, thank you. Like it's just everything it, is. I never, she never stops playing the character in the middle of the match. Like so many people yeah. will do sometimes where they're like, okay, now I'm wrestling. I'm just wrestling. She is always the pageant queen. And yeah. And it works so well on NXT. She, what she's doing is like an A plus indie gimmick and it works in NXT. I don't know what works on the main roster. I like, and I'm worried, but if I look, if I had my way, Jack, no one would ever leave NXT. NXT is the destination, not the journey. It would be like they have the most stacked roster ever. Oh Roman my God, Reigns later on NXT. Roman Reigns in a suit talking like a motivational speaker still. <laughs> that would see, you know what'd be fun is if every now and again I get why they don't do it, but it'd be fun if they did like, you know, they always do retro raws and stuff like that. It'd be fun if they did retro NXT and they did bring back some people, but they had them use their old gimmicks for oh the day God, and just great. act like nothing had changed. Like it'd be this would ruin Roman Reigns, so I get why they wouldn't do it. But yeah, if he did come back and do that, that would be the greatest thing. That'd be so fun to see. Or just all the characters that have left, but then like come back and they do their their old shtick. Like if Becky Lynch did the the river dancing thing, 
Like that'd be hilarious. We'd have such a fun time. It'd be such a, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure some of them fought so hard to get away from it. They'd never want to do it again, but I know um, it'd be a fun night. No, yeah. absolutely. But she, she is uh, killing it. And this was uh, a good match. Overall. What did you think about the heritage cup? Because again, I <sighs> love the heritage cup. I love these matches. I don't know if they translate uh, on the state side as well because they're always doing picture in picture and they don't really talk about the strategy of the wrestler. But were you surprised Noam Dar got a pretty straight up win here against Wagner? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was nice of Mr. Stone to bring Von Wagner's kids uh, to sit at ringside. But um, no, I think this was an okay match. It felt kind of like, uh, oh, this is the main event, huh? Because um, we had the overage with everything else um von wagner von wagner was doing stuff on the main roster like a little over a year ago i think von wagner is one of those like in limbo guys you know yeah yeah I, which would make sense why he didn't win because if they're like well you're gonna get called up any day now and him and mr stone uh, on the main roster would be a lot of fun i think it would especially i was thinking and this is me being a fan of pro wrestling is I like Wagner's style where he's kind of just like a brute and sort of like yeah. beats people up. He doesn't necessarily do a lot of pro wrestling. He just kind of tackles you, throws you around, gets on you and starts punching you in the face and that kind of stuff. And man, oh, this is going to sound like a joke, but no one puts people through a table like Von Wagner does. Did you see that? The, the announce table exploded when he, uh, <laughs> when he put him through the table this time. Uh, but Glenn, this goes back to what I was, I've been saying for a while about Von Wagner is I love the vignettes. I love the videos. I think they're all great. But now it's been like months since this guy has won a match. I, I can't keep caring about this guy's journey if he's not getting wins. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, because remember, he had that segment uh, dinner with the kids last year, and then we didn't hear from him for like six weeks in between. Right. So is he's in a very strange place now, but um it's good he's getting TV time. Still don't fully understand the Heritage Cup rules, much like Spencer oh. Webb. Uh in the chat. And um this was fine. No Dar retaining, probably the right move. And yeah, again, if no one title, understands the rules, how can anybody beat Noam Dar if he's the only one that understands the rules? Which is I feel like only Noam Dar could pull off I'm the best at this thing that no one else can understand. <laughs> Like it, which it, is actually brilliant, Jack. You need to invent your own game that only you understand, so you could be the undefeated champion. Right. There's certain rules that if you break, you lose, and I'm the only one that knows those <laughs> rules. Yeah. Um. The uh, that's even better than me being the king of the spa day match. Uh. So, so wait, wait, wait. What? What's the with the spa day match? Yeah, I am the king of the spa day match. So if anyone tries, you know, basically what happens is. We have a spa day, and and Glenn, no one beats me at a spa day. I just, I'm, I'm really good at it. Uh, so the, um, uh, something else that's really good. This was quick, but we use words like face and heel, like to talk mm. about who good guys and bad guys are, and all this other stuff. Man, you can tell me until you're blue in the face, the wolf dogs are heels. But man, who isn't cheering for these two? These guys are like. I, I get it. I get what people are saying when they say these guys are faces, man. We all oh want to see God. wolf dogs win, right? Baron Corbin, uh, as a wolf dog in that white t-shirt and leather jacket, dressing like a T-bird from Greece. Doesn't get much better than that. 
these guys are fake. Like, look, I, I know people always wait for this big moment that makes them, you know, good guys or bad guys or whatever. If you want them to win, they're the good guy. And I think everyone wants these guys to win. They're fantastic. This has been yeah. just an absolute treasure for them together. Even that leaving it Braun hanging at the end and then coming back. Like, I knew you were coming back. It was great. Just it was not a lot to pull from it, but just these guys are great. They're everyone's favorites. It was good. Um, uh, this last segment, it's weird how they, um, the, the dragon off hug is interesting. I, so yeah, that's, I was actually very confused by this because obviously it's the the a promo before their fight. Um, and they, you know, Trick is like saying, it sounds like he's listening to Mello and saying, I don't trust you anymore, Ilya. Ilya's like, hey, you should doubt this guy, which also makes Ilya sound like he's someone you shouldn't trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you, the, the, the hug seemed weird. I don't know if it was like a, a just a poorly timed situation, but it, like, did Ilya say something to him or was there something he was supposed to do? Yeah, like, I know. Look on his face. And then I know. I was they squeezing his hand? Like I'm hugging you, but I'm also gripping you so intensely tight that it's hurting you. Like, am I, it was, it was just yeah. odd. I didn't fully get it. And then the fact that, Oh, it turns into a big, uh, everybody comes out and starts fighting, you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel like something was missed there or like maybe, the wolf dogs were supposed to attack before the hug ah. or something. And so they kind of got stuck there, but they, cause yeah, trick had this look on his face. Like someone had just like stabbed him in the back or something. Uh, but it was just a hug. And then it was, we, and so was yeah. like, did, did he see them coming? But then why didn't he do something? Why did he just sit there? I don't know. It was a weird, I think it was, I, I think the truth is it was a timing issue. But maybe he recognized the feet hands as the ones that attacked him. Oh, like after he, he, he's like, <laughs> like I know that embrace. Yeah, like after after I was attacked, someone embraced me. Oh, no, <laughs> like the feel of his hands. He's like, I felt these hands grab me and beat me up, and now I don't know. I'm trying, uh, I'm trying. Yeah, it was a weird um, uh, beer money saying. Uh, yeah. feel like it was a version of the Godfather kiss, like I'm about to kill you type thing, eh. uh, which I, I get, but it makes it would make Trick seem like a chump if he was like, "I'm not scared of you." Kiss of death. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now I take this seriously. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just, I don't know. Um, it's it it kind of a weird. I do. I get where they were going, so I give it a pass. But like I said, it, this was. This seemed awkward. And then the wolf uh, dogs attack out of nowhere the way wolf dogs do. Oh, yeah. As you know, that's like rule number three in being a good wolf dog. Um, yeah. But uh, I think, I, again, by the way, Carmelo seemed totally trustable, did nothing wrong. Elia was the one that kept trying to play a mind game saying, don't trust your friend. Don't mm-hmm. trust your friend. I don't know. I stand by it. I think Ilya is the villain, and I think that Carmelo is just being railroaded here. Glenn. Well, we'll know more this Sunday Adventures Day. So, uh, yeah, if that does it for this week's episode. Everyone in the chat, let us know what you thought of the show. Addison, Goodfella, Alicia, Spencer, uh, Goodfella. Did I say Goodfella already? I'll say it again. Baby Ice, uh, everyone else. Uh, let us know what you thought of the show. Glenn, overall thoughts, and where can the world find you online? Uh, looking forward to Vengeance Day. You can find me at Glenn Rubenstein, and uh, Issa and I will make our reunion happen. 
Friday night for SmackDown on this very podcast. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. You got to make sure to check that out. You can follow me yeah. at Real Jack Farmer across all social Not the media. Fake Jack Farmers, the real Jack Farmer. Nope. The real deal. I thought I was so clever when I picked that name years ago. I was like, I'm so cool. The real one. I'm like, that's oh, corny, but now I'm stuck with it. Um, and uh, I'm uh, hosting the AEW after show for Dynamite going forward. So you can check that out right here on Wrestling Inc. Nice. tomorrow. Also, you know, I'm doing commentary for Santino Bros Wrestling on Sunday. Mm. You can get that on Fight TV. We're having Fight Night 11, a fun little show. Uh, so you can check that out and see some really cool up-and-coming wrestlers there. Glenn, I think that does it for us. I'm going to hit the end stream button, but I'll let you say the last words as we wait for it to slowly sign us off and go. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.